This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Hey. Hey. How are we, how we doing? I'm doing great. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Good. Great. I'm so glad. I'm tired. I am too. That's okay. We're gonna we're gonna push through this. We're both tired. It's the afternoon, so we really, you know, shouldn't be, but Well, my baby keeps screaming and I'm tired. <laughs> the baby she nannies has decided to give up naps, um, but not a good call. See he still needs one. It's maybe five. See, and I'd be okay if he was like, I'm gonna be awake all day, but I'm gonna be happy. But he's not. He just screams. So it's not working out for anybody. So the moral of that story is just take a nap. It's okay. You're not going to miss out on anything. I'm folding laundry. And my problem is not a baby, but a dog. A dog who decides to sleep all day and then whine all night. And insists on waking me up so that I can accompany her downstairs to get a drink at 2 a.m. Because she doesn't like to be alone. So, you know, that's fun. And I just was trying to go to bed last night and she kept crying and she crying. Just missed you. For no reason. So, I, I did spray some lavender on my hand and like pet her head to try to like soothe her. Mom to sleep. was like rubbing her face. Just making that up. I have no idea what you were doing. No, that's exactly what I was doing. So, um, it didn't work, and she kept me up anyway. So that was fun. Uh, moral of that story is, don't Just get a sleep. dog. Oh, <laughs> most dogs are good. Most. Yeah. This one just a little... There's a different moral of the story that we won't get into there. A little higher maintenance dog that I have going on. So, I love her, but she sometimes is a lot. And right now is one of those times. So, it's fine. It'll be okay. You know what? This is just a phase for both of our... It's true. Both of our little... um, Charges? Yeah. I was like something that we are taking care of. But not thing. But I also can't say people because Rosie's not a people. No. Lincoln is a people. Yes. <laughs> Rosie, definitely a dog. Lincoln, definitely a people. Rosie, I think more high maintenance than your people. Uh-huh. Don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Don't know Anyway, that. we're going to power through. It's going to be great because today we are talking about being of the same mind. So, Once let's go ahead and... This is week four of the one another's. I like this topic. I do too. Although it's a little um, more abstract. Which I kind of like because you get to expound more. Who are we kidding? We expounded on the other one just fine. but Well, yeah, but this one's easier to expound. Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. I like it. All right. So let's jump right in. Let's read Romans 12 verse 16. Are you going to read? Am I going to read? I love reading. That is my role in this podcast. (laughs) Be of the same mind, one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Nice. Easy enough. I didn't tell them where that was. Did you not say Romans 12, 16? I don't think so. I think I did. I don't know. This is where our exhaustion (laughs) comes out. That's okay. You did. You did. That was Romans 12, verse verse 16. 16. That she just read on being of the same mind one toward another. Easy peasy. I don't think we need to say any more. Right? All right. Thank we can, you. We can all do that. I didn't no, say I just... thank you. 
But no, it's one of those things that is so easy to say. And so hard to do. <laughs> yeah, so much harder to do. And um, we're going to flip back to some of the girls that we talked about earlier in our podcast. And that's um, Eudeus and Syntyche in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 2, where Paul is just greeting some of the brethren there in Philippi. And he says in verse 2, I beseech Eudeus and Syntyche that they be of the same mind in the Lord. So, basically, he calls out these two ladies because they are... Didn't we do these people? We did. That's what I said. We're throwing oh. it back to one of yeah. the discussions we had. I and promise I was listening and then just forgot. Because now that you say that, I remember that. Yeah, because it's, again, one of those things where it seems like it should be so easy. And I think sometimes we look back at, like, the early church and we're like, you know, like, that was right. They had the apostles still living like, surely they wouldn't get off track. Surely they wouldn't be, you know, like, all about their own lives and selves and, and getting divided over silly things back in the first century, right? People but are going to people. People, people. All the time. And God knows that. So that's why he gives us these things, right? That's why he gave them the apostles. And then he... What is the word? Preserved... I really struggled with that. He preserved the words of the apostles so we could have some form of the apostles today because he knew we were going to need that. And I think it's great because I have said for years in Bible classes that I have taught that there really just could have been a list of all the things to do and not do. And then you just... that's not what we have. Check that off. But why then do we have an account here where Paul is just... In one brief verse, right, so it's just a sentence in the middle of a letter that says, I'm beseeching, I'm begging these two women to be of the same mind. Why? Because we can relate to that. Because we all know what it means to have someone that we're at odds with for one reason or another and can't quite get it together. And so God, in his awesome knowledge, knew that we needed something we could relate to and we can relate to this. And so it, there's nothing new. These women had to work through it. We as women will have to work through things. We have to get over ourselves and be of the same mind. So how can we be of the same mind? Do we need to make sure that the other person conforms to what we're thinking? Absolutely. All the time, 100%. <laughs> that is absolutely how we act sometimes, right? No. No. That's It's about what the Bible says. Exactly. Always and go, when in doubt... Or even when you're not in doubt, <laughs> go back to the Bible, study it. Maybe y'all are at odds with something. Well, both of you go back and study it and find out what the Bible says. It's not really about your opinion or my opinion. You, it's, it's about God's opinion. That's right. And really, every time we give advice on something, every time we're looking for answers on something... We know where we can find the answers, and that is in God's Word. So, staying in the book of Philippians, we're going to read verses. chapter 2. I'm just going to give you the verses, and then they have to find the chapter. Oh, okay. I'm just it's a new game. And we're just going to read all of verses 1 through 11, because this really defines for us what it means to be of the same mind, and I this mind that we're supposed to have. love this section of verses. And one year, you were my VBS teacher. And you had us memorize this over the course of VBS. And ow, I still have it memorized. Well, then here, I'll take your Bible. Oh. Let's not, just <laughs> <Okay>. in case. <laughs> I'm tired. 
If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, any bowels and mercies, I always thought, never mind. Um, fulfill you my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than himself. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the is Lord to the glory of God the Father. All right, and obviously we could keep reading because it all goes together, but the main because it's the Bible. But my my main thinking is sometimes we get so focused on what we want and our way of doing things and us being right and all of this, that that is where the strife and the contention and the fighting comes from because we want to be right. And it's not really about you being right. It never is. No. You might be right, but that's not about you. It's about them. Well, and no, it's not about them. It's about God. It's the the way to be right is to go back to God's word, and that is where we can be right, right with Him. And if we go through and think about all of the things that Christ went through, I mean, think about it. He was right all in, the time in everything. He was right, and can you imagine how frustrating that must have been on the night when He was betrayed? and then falsely accused and went through one trial after another and people were betraying him right and left his apostles all fled and the whole time he knew that all the things they were accusing him of were wrong and that all of the things they were basically going to crucify him for were made up that would have been so frustrating if you think about it that way because we get so bent out of shape and we're like no they don't even know what they're talking about i'm right and so, but he humbled himself because he knew in that moment it wasn't about that. It was about the fact that he had to obey God the Father, and that meant dying on the cross for our sins. So, if we can just look to that and focus on that, then that makes everything else seem so trivial and so unimportant because it is. So, it's not about us, it's about him. And it's not about us being right. It's about God's word being right. And like you said, like we can't overlook someone's sin or error, right? But we're not going to go to them with our own thoughts and our own... Because your own thoughts and opinions are literally pointless. Yeah. The only thing... Nobody cares. Sorry, if you can hear that in the background, the cats and the wind are like opening and closing the door repeatedly. Don't. We're not doing that right now. Or ever. Stay off the laptop. So, um. Oh, I was gonna say something. Oh, okay. Besides just talking to the cat. Yes. But I felt like that needed to be said also. Because he listened. Um, but I think a big part of that is just swallowing your pride. Right? If you have pride, 
then you're not ever going to go about it the right way. And if somebody comes to you, you're not going to hear them in the right way. Overall, it's just not going to work out for you if you have pride. So you got to swallow that pride. And that's not easy to do, but it's necessary. And I think a lot of times, going right along with that, a lot of times in any conflict, both people can somewhat be at fault, right? Like whether you just handled things improperly or, um, you know, responded, even if, you know, they came at you or whatever, and then you just had a quick flash of anger response, whatever. Like it might not be that you started it. It might, you know, be a very small part. But if you are humble and can look at yourself. Maybe you are 99.99% right. You still got 0.01% wrong. Exactly. So go ahead and apologize for that. It's going to diffuse the whole situation. One of my favorite quotes from this book that I've read countless times, it says... You're not you enough may... and that's okay? Nope. Actually, not that way. Really? Resolving everyday conflicts. Oh, that makes more sense anyways. It's a really, yeah, it's a really helpful I need, book. I need to read that one. But it says in there, you may only be 2% responsible, but you are 100% responsible for that 2%. So, and that's kind of the attitude of, you know, going in with humility and being willing to say, I messed up in this way. Now, again, you don't take on the fault of all of it, but you definitely own up to your part in the matter and pointing everyone always back to God. And that is in humility. That is the point. That is how we can Be of one mind. I was really lost. I had no idea what you were about to say. I was like, what one another are we doing again? <laughs> oh, I totally wow. forgot. But I think that that was good. I do too. I always love that that's how we end our podcast. That was good, I think. <laughs> I think we did a good job there. I think that, you know, we, we like the encouraging one another. <laughs> Even if it's just you and me. We are very encouraging. <laughs> to one another to others i yeah i i do think that that's really important encouraging yes i do too all of the one another's all of that's why god said them. god just knew we needed each other and he knew that we couldn't live he knew isolated lives that's why he gave us other people i mean look it, that's why he set up the church just in the in the garden in creation when he was like it's not good that man should be alone And so made Eve to be his help. And then in the bigger community, he gave a family. And then he went on and on. Friends. Yes. Okay. Is that all you got? That's all I got. That's all I got. Well, um, no, actually, I lied. I have one more thing to say. What's that? Do we say thank you? Thank Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.